Hey guys, join me as we dive into topics and stories that can either trigger a nerve or ring a fucking bell. So welcome back to Call It Like It Is. All right, all right, guys. So I'm starting off this new series of Red Light, Green Light. To get into some healthy and unhealthy signs and people you encounter in life, relationships, friendships, whatever kind of shit. You know that's my saying already. (laughs) So we're kicking it off with fucking narcissism today. Disclaimer, people. Disclaimer. I don't know if you guys know, but I ain't no motherfucking doctor. (laughs) And some... I don't have any kind of PhD in this shit. I don't have nothing. I just am going to be speaking my own thoughts, my own opinions, some stuff that I've read online, and things that I've personally experienced myself in my time here on this earth, okay? So we're going to get into it. First off, we should all know what narcissism is, especially with everything going on in this world. And I don't know if you guys have been following that case with Gabby Petito, but that shit is crazy. Um, And that's how come I came up with this little topic here and series, because I think there are many ways to see signs and kind of look at red flags. It's so easy to point out the red flags that sometimes people tend to neglect what should be healthy, what should be, I guess, your green flag. What should something look like if it shouldn't look like this? So that's what I'm going to kind of be doing here. And if you don't know the definition of a narcissist, it's basically someone who's selfish as fuck. They feel entitled. They have a lack of empathy. um, They need admiration. They have no sympathy. um, And they're the type of people that really take advantage of someone. You know what I'm saying? And I guess you would say that the opposite of a narcissist could be an altruist or an empath or someone who's selfless. Um, And basically, all of those entail being unselfish, obviously having empathy, being generous, being kind, and all of that nice shit that we need more of in this damn world. Now, I can't get into all the signs of narcissism because it is a long list and they are rather complicated as people along with the variety of variations that narcissism can come in. So I'm just going to go through some of the signs of narcissism and keep it kind of general in a way. First thing is attention. I gotta say, when it comes to a narcissist, they have to be the center of fucking attention. They're constantly seeking approval or acknowledgement or some kind of validation in what they say, what they do, how they look, you know, the work that they put out, all that shit. They usually make you feel off balance or as if your feelings have no validity because somehow they flip the script and blame you. Of course, right? They're stuck on this level of quote-unquote maturity people where there is no growth. 
that's not even an option because of just how their mindset is, how they're trained, you know? They are the type of person who finds a personality weakness and exploits them. And that shit of exploiting them comes as easy as riding a fucking bike, which is honestly kind of fucking scary if you ask me. They could give you the cold shoulder to make you do what they want for them and then anything that will work in their favor essentially but before all those traits come to light these people are charming as fuck in the beginning guys until their true colors obviously start to show after some time so some of the signs that i mentioned above are very generalized but when in a relationship i feel like some of the signs that I'm about to go through, you should look out for. Because these things become more and more present since you're spending more time with them and getting to know them and seeing their true colors. But sometimes when you're so in love and caught up in the moment, you don't see the motherfucking signs, okay? You don't see them. So, Here are some of the signs to look for when stepping into a relationship with someone who may or may not show you some of the traits of a narcissist. So first I want to get into is love bombing. All right. What the fuck is love bombing? This is the first thing someone might not notice in a narcissist due to the quote-unquote love bombing stage because they are very charismatic they like to put their best foot fucking forward by taking you to the best restaurants in town or in the city the best bars they make sure all the good details are present in your eyes at the moment take you on a nice little vacay for the weekend why the fuck not that's the type of person they are it's usually intense and passionate and very fairy tale like to be honest which let's pop the fucking bubble because it's not like that in real life all the time you gotta kiss a lot of ugly fucking frogs to get to the one that you really like and let me tell you unfortunately in the world that we live in there's a lot of fucking frogs and probably a lot of narcissists to go in with that pool okay (laughs) so let's say if this man or woman is ready for a weekend trip For the third or fourth date, bitch, you better run because that is not going to happen. Not on our book, okay? (laughs) Remember, this might feel good momentarily, this love bombing stage, but it's not. It's only a way to manipulate you and create some crazy ass narrative to make you think this is some kind of fairy tale. And let's call it like it is. That chance of a romance being a fairy tale was probably 0.005% chance. Let's call it like it is. <laughs> now, what a healthy version, I guess, of quote-unquote love bombing, I wouldn't call it love bombing. A healthy version should be a romantic interest. This is something more genuine, behind the words, um empathy towards you your feelings beliefs whatever it may be there's rarely any rushing into something because it needs to happen naturally things work out with time and effort from both ends there's no exciting vacations right in the fucking beginning or a need for a fancy dinner or anything like that every single time sometimes you do things together 
other times you guys do it separately, whatever the case may be, it's got to be a healthy interest between the two of you. In a healthy romantic interest, you start to feel comfortable and you let this person see you genuinely. It's not like something is rushed or forced or anything like that. There's consistency in each other's love language as well. They'll focus on what you like instead of what makes them fucking look good. Um, In a romantic, an actual romantic interest, there's no illusions, okay? If the man is going to take you to a nice-ass restaurant, a Michelin five-star restaurant, it's a genuine-ass gesture. It's not something to make him look nice. It's something he wants to enjoy with you together. Next up with a narcissist, um, they pretty much lack conversation. With conversation, I mean like basic communication skills. When having conversations with a narcissist, they like to bring the conversation back to them some way, somehow about how fucking great they are. Of course, right? They like to brag about their accomplishments. They like to brag about their achievements in a way of them being better than others, essentially. And in a sense, I think they do this in a way so they can feel better and smarter than other people and to show off that they're confident in their characteristics. But at the end of the day, them just bragging about themselves They are also not making any effort in actually engaging with you because it's all about me, 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 which shows how much interest they actually have in you, which is probably five, like a five percent that they're interested. Okay, so I think when you deal with this type of person, you got to sit there and ask yourself some questions if you see that the conversation is constantly being brought back to them, I think you need to ask yourself what happens when you do talk about yourself. Do they ask follow-up questions and express interest to learn more about you? Or do they make it about them some way, somehow, all over again? Because, let me tell you, if it's always about me, 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 no, we're not doing that. That is exhausting and it just is taking away from your fucking energy so we don't do that here now i do think there is a good way of communication a healthy way of communication in any type of relationship and first off i'm going to start with is active listening by seeing how well they engage with you and what you're communicating and what their body language is, your partner will engage in your conversation and will be focused on you when you've got something to say. Another sign is separating issues from your partner. I'm big on this. Once you can separate the issue from your partner and fully dive into just the issue, You can think about it in a more logical sense and see the issue at hand. A good communicator can express disappointment, anger, or any negative emotion about specific events without criticizing your character in general. Okay, so there is, like, if their intention is to always be kind with you, and if they can keep their cool while you're being a complete asshole trying to communicate what you want, then know that they're putting you and your feelings first by not overstepping boundaries with you, even if you're overstepping them 
with them. Because at the end of the day, it is important to understand that what we hear may not be what the other person was actually trying to get across. Looking for a way to communicate that works best for the two of you works out perfectly because then you know you both have each other's best interests. Both of you will figure a way to reach and understand each other's language while discussing issues. There are no passive aggressive fucking ways. Another good side of communication is there's no over talking one another and keeping space for each other's feelings and views on whatever the situation is. Keeping that safe space is so healthy in a relationship because once a partner feels like they don't have that that safe little place to talk to you about something or open up to you about something, it sucks because then that person feels like they can't come to you. Um, and I also feel like when you have a good communication, like a healthy, I should say, if you have a healthy communication with your partner, there is no guessing on what's wrong or if something is wrong, your partner or yourself can address the issue when it comes to light. With that being said, they won't have negative actions behind whatever the issue is and communicate them with you. That means there's no childish moves here. No sleeping mad with each other. No bringing issues onto the kitchen table. Or not having sex because you're mad at each other. Or the fucking silent treatment. Procrastinating something that maybe has to get done. These actions shouldn't be displayed when you have great communication skills with your partner. Things get done and you guys move forward. Point blank period. So another sign I seem to notice with a narcissist is that they feed off your compliments like a motherfucking leech. Narcissists, I'm not even kidding. Narcissists, I think they like they're, they like to seem like they're super confident, but it could be a thing where they actually lack it, you know? They're the type of person that they need some kind of praise from you. And bitch, if you're not giving that to them, they will fish for it, okay? Here's a tip for thought. People who are literally self-confident don't rely on you or anyone else to feel fucking good about themselves. That's just the honest to God truth. Those people come in, they slay the day, they're confident, they walk it, they talk it, they know what they are, and that's it. Our narcissists will need others to lift them up and put others down while doing it because they're so fucking special, people. They are so fucking special. If you didn't know, now you know, okay? (laughs) And usually they like to punish people who lack fucking self-confidence. Like, how fucking rude are you? Since when? (laughs) But I will say when it comes to complimenting and all that, there are healthy ways to receive that. One of those ways being that you can express gratitude or they express gratitude towards the compliment with a thank you i appreciate the compliment i know this is so fucking basic but a thank you is so powerful and it goes a long fucking way and i can't even stress that enough usually the compliments given in a healthy relationship are received as a useful way to nurture and enhance the relationship in many ways to make and uplift the other person When receiving 
a compliment in a healthy way, they are authentic and genuine when receiving it and giving the compliment as well. There's no need to be boasting themselves. Um, they will receive a compliment in a genuine way and not in a self-absorbed way. Now, with that being said, they usually don't have any long-term friends regarding narcissists. Um, usually, long-term friends aren't really a thing or they have issues with people. Most narcissists won't have real long-term friends. If you pay attention, you may notice that they only have like the casual acquaintances or buddies that they can sit there and trash talk. And sometimes when you want to hang out with your friends, they like to lash out in a way where they make it seem like you're not spending enough time with them. Or they criticize the friends that you do hold dear to you and try to make you feel fucking guilty about it. You got to sit there and ask yourself, where the fuck are their friends and why don't they have any? If And what is the reason why they don't? You know? <laughs> A healthy relationship, I personally think that it consists of friendships. You need to have those solid, that solid foundation of friendship. These friendships help you pursue your interests even if you don't share them with your partner. When you develop a friendship with someone who shares a similar interest as you, you're creating the opportunity to learn and grow and evolve. You're also honoring yourself and your spouse by scratching your own fucking itch to stay with the things that you like to do without making your spouse feel compelled or obligated to join you in whatever hobby or interest that you might have or you, you know, or they have. I also feel that friends give you that additional outlet for self-expression and fun. So in the in a sense your friendships are very healthy and very fundamental in any kind of relationship where you guys can come back to the relationship feeling fulfilled and energized because you have something outside of your relationship that you can share with your partner something to talk about you know what I'm saying if you don't have that it's kind of like you just have you and your spouse you and your partner and it becomes I'm sorry to say, but it could be boring because it's just you two together all the time, 24-7. And that is a little draining for me. Me personally, because I'm an Aquarius and I like personal space. I can see that being an issue for me. Now, let's get into another sign of a narcissist is that they lack empathy, like I mentioned earlier. So... For some reason, they can't seem to sympathize or understand how another person is feeling. Narcissists lack that skill they, to make you feel validated. They can't do it. They can't make you feel validated, understood, or even accepted because they don't grasp the concept of feelings whatsoever. It goes over their fucking head, to be honest, at the end of the day. The inability to empathize or even sympathize is usually the reason why relationships eventually fall apart. Sometimes I do think that some characteristics are a giveaway, but when you're in a relationship and you're in love and you're just vulnerable to the actions that you just might not see the signs 
it's always nice to surround yourself with family or friends that can be honest with you and let you know if anything seems off especially when an outsider is looking in i always take those opinions into consideration those thoughts into consideration feelings whatever because they're the outsiders looking in and seeing what the fuck it is something that you might not see in a healthy relationship empathy is definitely expressed in a loving growing and healthy relationship i believe empathy is developed by regularly listening to each other's thoughts and feelings obviously so essentially seeing the world from your partner's point of view helps to build closeness as well as a respect for your partner's individuality and nothing's fucking wrong with that people okay it doesn't make you weak it doesn't make you blah 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 whatever the hell this world says about being you know a simpleton this means asking questions if you're unclear about something they said repeating what they've told you in your own motherfucking words just to make sure you actually understand it these are normal and healthy ways to show your empathy as well as validating their fucking emotions that's a big one people validating someone else's emotions goes far and i don't think a lot of people know how to do that and that's the problem with things in this world today (laughs) i think when it comes to disagreements i don't think anything is wrong with not seeing eye to eye with your partner on their opinions or if they feel the same way you can acknowledge that your partner has a right to their feelings and it's okay for them to have that thought that opinion whatever the case may be you gotta let them know that it's okay you can't hold that against them because at that point then why are you with them if you're if it's something you're gonna hold over their fucking head now back to the red of a narcissist (laughs) i think that they're always right about everything and they never fucking apologize Fighting with them almost seems fucking impossible. Like you're never going to get through their fucking head because their mindset is their mindset. They have like a fucking brick wall in their fucking head that nothing goes through. Because at the end of the day, there is no debating or compromising. They don't tend to see disagreements as that more of they see it more of a fucking reality check to the other person. And that shit's annoying. They truly think they are never wrong. In a lot of scenarios, unless they are the victimized narcissist, where everything and everyone is out to fucking get them. And (laughs) they use their sadness and anxiety to manipulate their partner. Manipulation is huge in a narcissist because they're so fucking good at it without you even realizing it they've got you right under their fucking finger without you even knowing yourself so watch out people watch out (laughs) now the healthy in apologizing in a partner who is selfless and in a healthy mindset they're able to recognize that they're wrong when they've done something wrong and they will apologize for it and discuss it with you in which whenever possible the issue at hand doesn't become bigger and the issue by being passive aggressive or ignoring the problem they won't do that a healthy relationship will always have some disagreement but understanding the faults 
or what took place to lead in that direction of an argument is always a healthy way into the right direction especially when you guys can apologize apologizing i don't know why seems to be the hardest thing with any of us in this fucking world and guys don't get me wrong i'm not perfect like sometimes i even have a hard time apologizing i myself have to fucking work on that shit okay now here's a major sign of a narcissist this motherfucker will gaslight the fuck out of you okay gaslighting is a form of manipulation of course and in my eyes i see gaslighting as an emotional abuse i don't know why but it makes you feel like fucking shit narcissists use this to falsely accuse others or spin the fucking truth from reality of course from my experience, when someone in the past gaslighted me, I felt more anxious and less confident than what I used to be. I often wondered if I was being too sensitive for how I felt or if I was really fucking crazy or if I was the toxic one, when in reality, I wasn't. I felt like everything I was doing was wrong or it was my fault. I found myself apologizing first more and more often to my partner and I was always the one fucking doing it. And oftentimes, I also felt like something was wrong, but I just didn't know what it was because I was always too fucking involved and in love with the motherfucker, which sucks because narcissists do this to control and feel empowered over you. They literally will fucking crumble the other person so they can control them. And guys, gaslighting is such a shitty feeling from personal experience. It makes you self-doubt like a motherfucker you feel like your own sanity is being ripped from you because you have so much of this fucking doubt on your shoulders that you don't know what's right and what's wrong what's the truth what's a fucking lie <laughs> for me personally speaking i found that as emotional abuse to sit there and blame someone or be happy one moment and then turn face and be pissed off when something's not right or when the truth comes out and they call you out for it and then boom all of a sudden they're the fucking devil and everything is your fault i remember when i found out my ex was talking to other women online and i confronted him about it the audacity on this man to lie to me and turn it over to me and blame me while I had the fucking receipts was just on another level. I got a, well, maybe if you weren't so insecure, you wouldn't question me all the time. Bitch, I never wanted to fight a man in my life until then, okay? <laughs> like admit doing it. The best part is he never said he cheated. He, because at the end of the day, he was just talking to these women. He didn't physically sleep with them or touch them or any of that shit. So in his eyes, it wasn't cheating, okay, guys? It wasn't cheating. <laughs> like, are you fucking serious, dude? Bro, like, get it together. You're fucking older. Cheating is cheating. You're stepping out of a relationship to give attention to another woman. The fucking end this man when i tell you he used to gaslight the fuck out of me and he did it so well it was to a point that it made me so fucking sick because my stomach my anxiety felt crazy 
like if this isn't ring around the rosy motherfucker i don't know what to tell you because i'm not trying to play that fucking game that's literally how i felt just admit to your wrongs and call it quits the end let's keep it moving but anyways I do believe in a healthy relationship. There's no blame games or making the other person seem crazy for feelings and thoughts and their own opinions. Like, I don't think gaslighting... Well, no, I know gaslighting is not even a question in a healthy relationship. It's not even a part of a healthy relationship, okay? Your partner will answer your questions, your doubts in a straightforward manner, make you feel secure in the response, not have you second-guessing yourself and your thoughts, or your feelings, your your questions. This is not an issue here, people. Um, more of like something that they want to know and be in tune with because you are their partner and they want to tap into your head and understand you better. Your intuition also will let you know if it's right or wrong. So ladies and gentlemen, don't fucking steer away from your intuition because a good time... Because a good chunk of the time, it's usually fucking right. I think the day for me when I experience actual healthy kind of relationship and way of communication, no gaslighting or anything like that, was with an ex of mine um, that showed me that there are men who are willing to understand you and ask you what that problem is and validate your feelings. And a healthy line of communication was made. I can't thank that guy enough at the end of the day because it really helped me find my voice that I had lost in the relationship prior. Needless to say, growing your relationship is being able to recognize areas that need improvement because no relationship is fucking perfect, people. I don't care what nobody says. No relationship is perfect. It doesn't start perfect. And it doesn't... And it's never perfect. The end. That's it. (laughs) Giving compliments, showing gratitude, having a safe place for communication is a must in all relationships so that your partner doesn't feel that they're being overlooked or being taken advantage of. Okay? So, I think in a healthy relationship, there's boundaries and obviously there's no fucking gaslighting at all the person will validate you so i'm gonna leave it there guys and i hope you guys enjoyed this episode if you want i'd appreciate if you follow me on instagram i'm gonna have it linked in the description and i'll see you guys on the next one